Hello and a warm welcome to Living Fabulously with Bev. The mission for the show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people, expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle related disciplines, and exploration of topics that underpin well-being. If you want to take control of your well-being and put yourself front and center in your life, then this is the podcast for you. I want you to feel calm, nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you know someone else that would get value from the show as well, please share it with them. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. Today I'm delighted to introduce my guest Chantelle von der Hagen who will share her journey and her insights into being mindful and present and the profound effect on her life. Welcome Chantelle. Hi Bev, lovely to be here. Great to have you. So tell me about yourself and what it is that you do Chantelle. I'm, I'm a qualified meditation practitioner and Reiki master and I've been doing this for quite some time because I suppose what happened in my life, I didn't have tools when I first started out, so I didn't know how to support myself. And these are tools that have really given me a lot in my life to create the life that I have today. And it's been such a big passion for me and such a delight to be able to enjoy life the way that I do that I actually really want to share with others and have watch others have their aha moments, give them the tools to be able to live the life that they want. So I'm also a passionate philanthropist. I really enjoy sharing my gifts, um, things that I do, supporting others. Um, I also have created a beautiful skincare range. So there's a lot of things that I enjoy, that I love doing. Um, I want to be able to connect with other people like we are connecting today. I think this is amazing what you're doing. And it's being able to show women in particular that you can do something. You can do something great. And it doesn't have to be in business. It can be in any part of your life. And that is why I love doing mindfulness and teaching people that because it's for everyone, no matter where they are and who they are. Fabulous. And how would you describe your journey to where you are today? Well, I think like with everyone, um, we all have a journey. I've had highs and lows and some of my lows have been extremely low. Um, They are getting less and less now, which is amazing. I've learned how to manage them or how to accept them as part of my life. And they have supported me in becoming the person who I am today. Um, so, you know, it's, it's having tools when you are going through your tough, challenging times, knowing that you can, how can I put that, knowing that you've got something to refer to, something that you can support yourself with. And that is what, that's, what, that's why I'm, I'm doing what I do today. Mm. So what were some of those um, highs and lows? Well, I think the... From a childhood experience, we had a very challenging life with my father. He was very difficult to live with. And I think that created a lot of insecurities in me. So even though in one way I was adventurous and out there because we moved and lived in different countries, it created a lot of fears and insecurities in me. But I put on this really brave face. I think what happened then that as a consequence that it was a facade which kept, I kept collapsing into or behind So when traumatic things happen, like the unexpected death of my father, what we didn't realize until just recently that had triggered, this is about 17 years ago, it had triggered PTSD. So we didn't realize that. I knew it was deep grief. I knew I had a lot of resentments about my father and then, of course, him dying. Then I 
so I was getting through that and then I had a big reaction to an anesthetic which sent me off onto another journey again triggered PDST and took me into spirit world then a car accident so you know all these different things it sounds like a lot and sometimes I feel like that's all I've been living through but there's been also amazing moments coming out of those moments of grace moments of spirit moments of going wow this is who I really am I am determined I am kind I am loving I can pull through and this is why I want to share with others, we can pull through, there is support out there. You know, now I'm going through menopause, which has been a whole other interesting story. We don't talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> and but, you know, I think our era, because I'm in my 50s, you know, we don't talk about it. And I don't know about, you know, what if you've gone through it or what you've gone through, but it's that sense of, I knew there was menopause, certain things like your flushes and, your, you know, all sorts of things, but I didn't realize it had a whole lot of emotional side effects attached to it you know and that's been a massive journey because I began to question who I'd become you know, who was I who was this person that was the world hated me and I hated the world and I became irrational in my thinking and this this rage and it was really fascinating um well not at the time looking now <laughs> looking back now and I'm sure my partner was wondering oh my gosh who is this person <laughs> who's showing up in my room that's exactly right you know who is showing up that's a really good way of putting it you know where is this kind loving person there you know I suppose you just have to believe that deep down in there is that beautiful person it's just got lost a bit in the experiences that you're going through. And we talked about mindfulness and mindful living. So what does mindful living really mean to you? What mindful living means to me now is truly living in the present moment. I didn't get that for a long time. And I took me a while to understand the difference between that and meditation. But mindful living for me is being conscious and aware of everything that I do in my life, no matter how small, how big. And it has really changed my life. It has made me become aware of all the things around me. So I feel a lot more abundant. I feel a lot more love. I just see the world is with me, not against me. I have a whole lot of different relationships. And even in my business, I'm noticing it's, it's very different. You know, I find I'm a lot less exhausted. I'm finding I'm treasuring moments and I'm creating a lot more magic moments as a consequence. If somebody was to say, well, what does being present mean? How would you describe what that feels and looks like? Okay, how would I describe that? I would describe that being, you know, when I would just, okay, describe it as being I've slowed my life down. So, you know, we're always busy and rushed and doing and feeling exhausted and out there. What, it, what I find now is that when I'm present, I'll go, okay, I'll give you an example. When I make a cup of tea now, I often do that with when I work with people. When we make a cup of tea, take note of how do you do it. Do you do it sort of, it's mindlessly. Often we do things out of awareness. So because it's so automatic, you go and put the kettle on, you get your tea out. But what you're actually doing is you're thinking of something else. You're thinking what you, you could be doing. You think, oh, I need to answer that call. Oh, I should have been doing this. I need to do that. So what you're actually doing is not being present in that moment of making that beautiful cup of tea. And what you'll find is that as a consequence, you'll actually forget to actually drink that cup of tea because you're actually not being present with that cup of tea, cup of coffee. In my case, it happens to be a hot chocolate. So that's what I mean about being mindful living is being present with whatever you're experiencing right now. And that can also be when you're experiencing unpleasantness or you don't want to be feeling what you're feeling. It's actually being in the moment, experiencing it to its fullest because what you'll find is if you, you'll enjoy life more, but you'll also take away the intensity of what you're experiencing. 
Can you explain the approach or the process by which you came upon this? Oh, I came upon this a a few years ago now. Many, many years ago, I've been introduced to Reiki and I just loved it. And then I started my clinical aromatherapy, which included massage and facials and and things like that. So I've always had that lovely, enjoying that. And then one day my mother came and said, look, I really want to learn about this meditation stuff. And I thought, oh, mum, I can't do something else. You know, I just feel it's all too much and it's not for me. I think this is what a lot of, it's not for me. I don't have the time. But because she really wanted to do it, and we had an amazing teacher here in Perth who literally lived around the corner from mum and from where I was in the, in the city centre. And he said, look, I'll come to your home because mum at that point couldn't get out and about. As long as you can guarantee, you know, for six weeks, four women, you do that 10 years later. And that is how it came about. And I've now become more and more involved in meditation, teaching, reading, mindfulness. And it's become such a big part of my life that I actually couldn't live without it now. Mm. (laughs) That's often what happens, isn't it? Something that takes your passion. Exactly right. And I suppose I resist, I think a lot of us resist things. We resist things that are new, resist things that are different. Uh, It's also how do I fit that into my day? Oh, God, it feels like something else. And the irony is that it actually becomes a big part of your day. In fact, it supports your day, it supports your life. But you've got to get there. And that is up in the difficult bit. It's actually saying, right, I'm committed to doing this for me. Taking the action, isn't it? It's always about taking the action. You can have the thought, but you need to take the action. You're exactly right. And a lot of us think about it. And then what we do, and further to that, I'll do it one day. Always deferring. Mm. Exactly right. The time's not right because you might have children or you might have this or something else or whatever. And then, of course, it never happens. How can we apply this? So can you give us some examples of how mindful living can be applied? Well, what I'm going to do, because we're talking mainly to women, is I'm going to give you an example of house cleaning. And everyone gasps when I say that, because that's often, unless we can afford to or we want to, you know, get someone else to do it for us, a wonderful way is looking at things you actually don't like doing around the house. I already mentioned making a cup of tea, but the other one is house cleaning. And what I have done in the past is I didn't like doing it. It was a chore. It felt like I could be doing something else and should be. But what I do now is, or what I've done, is I actually use the cleaning not only for exercise, because they say it's one of the best things to do for exercise, I actually really enjoy connecting back to my home. So every room I go into, I appreciate perhaps if it's the children or it's my room or it's my special room or my, you know, the lounge room, my partner and I, you know, where we watch TV, we spend beautiful time together. So what I do is I really enjoy being present in that moment. I feel the person. I look at all the different objects because often what we do is so busy running around, we don't look at what we've created to live in who we are living in our environment. So I really enjoy that. Plus for me, house cleaning becomes shifting the energies. Mm. And it's basically reconnecting to my to our beautiful home that we've created. And, you know, I look out the window. We, we live in the bush just only 30 minutes from the city centre of Perth. We've got this most amazing environment that I want to be present in more and more often because when I'm busy doing, I'm not. That's true. Mm. I can recall when mm-hmm. I did my mindfulness course is we were asked to walk with that mindfulness and the sensation of walking 
with your eyes closed and actually just feeling the ground beneath you was one interesting exercise for me. The other one was actually taking a shower and feeling the water. Exactly right. You've hit another one because that's why I bring it in as well. Because as you know, I've got my beautiful skincare range. Now, whether people use that or not, easy, but it's about whatever products you use. So I take it one step further. As you said, it's enjoying feeling the water because you know when the water comes, it feels warm, it feels nurturing. You know, and also I wash my way a day, so I visualize and give thanks to my day, positive and negative. So I wash it go, you know, down the plug. So I'm cleansing myself, and then I enjoy the products. So I enjoy opening them. I enjoy inhaling them, I enjoy what they do for my skin. So that becomes like a little mini spa. So again, that's another way of being mindful without having to create more in your day. Yeah, take the everyday things. So Exactly right. So as we said, cup of tea, like you said, walking. So most people don't realize that when you're exercising, that's a form of being mindful. You know, if you're if an artist and creating, um, that's being mindful. Cleaning the house, cooking, all these things you can start changing your attitude towards like, you know, if you're a mother, I've had mothers come to me, oh, I've got to sit in the traffic and I've got to go and pick up the kids and there's always that, you know, line to wait. Well, why don't you use those moments? Instead of being on Facebook or whatever, just being quiet. Okay, I'm sitting here. I've got five minutes. I'm in the queue. Just enjoy. That is being mindful. Oh, that's brilliant. So I guess, uh, Chantelle, if you were your 20-year-old self, what would you share with her to put her on this path to lifelong well-being? I would share with her just to enjoy life to its absolute fullest, enjoy being fearless and adventurous, enjoy being courageous, never, ever give up, no matter what happens in your life, never give up, because you're unique. You are enough who you are. You're more than enough, and just live life by the moment and don't wish it away don't be so busy that you're not aware of what you're doing but keep your life full what I call full and that means time out that means experiencing that means enjoying yeah and just live life to the fullest the way you want to live it not how others think you should the way you want to Mm, I can recall you know as a as that young person wanting to be older and you know so you're always we're always wishing ahead of time I think in now in these uh, later years you may be wishing behind you know so I think you're right it's actually interesting you write that because recently I wrote two blogs exactly about that and that's about being one was about being wanting to be visible because now that I'm in my 50s I am becoming invisible. You know, we sort of become the, the sort of the grey people. You know, we're not that interesting. But when I was a teenager, all I wanted to do was be invisible. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I couldn't wait to grow up. Now I'm thinking, oh, not so sure if I want to grow up. <laughs> no, and I'm watching my mum in her 80s and she's done a whole turnaround going, you know, darling, I don't have many more years in my life, but I want to enjoy them for where, where I am now. And I'm like, wow, and that is being mindful. <laughs> She still enjoys putting on her lipstick when we go out. I'm like, come on, mum, let's go, let's go. She goes, no, I need to put my lipstick on. I still Do I look attracted? And I'm thinking, wow, there's a lesson in that. Yeah, absolutely, because she's got that recognition that it's precious, yes. life is precious. That's right, and it took her a while to go. So like us, like you said, 20s, we want to be invisible or early teens. Then we want to become visible. And then we be, yeah, so it's that whole journey of going through how can I remain present with who I am right now at this moment and enjoy. You know, life changing is difficult. Mm-hmm. 
it does turn you upside down. But, you know, I've found now that I'm more present in my life, I'm actually, wow, appreciating who I am. Beautiful. Chantelle, would you like to tell me about your book on the power of creating a sacred space? Oh, I really enjoyed putting this together and we've made it all beautiful and colourful. I've created this beautiful ebook because I really feel very strongly about you finding your own space. Because often when we're busy and we have family and we often don't know where do we put ourselves. You know, it's finding those moments. So I've created this beautiful little book giving you ideas on how to create your space and where. Because sometimes you're not able to have your own room. I have the privilege of being able to have that. But where can you do that, that you have a moment? It could be when you wake up in the morning, you put your precious things around you or a candle or some essential oils, crystals, whatever it might be. Or when you travel, because sometimes, you know, a lot of us travel with our businesses or we love to go away on holidays. I've just created this beautiful little book on what to be mindful for, how you can do it, how to create it. And you can be as creative or as simple as it wanted to be. As long as it's yours, you love it, it feels space. And all I can, what I really recommend to people is that it's your space. And if you don't want certain people to be in it at times, it's okay for you to say, no, this is my space for me because that is what's important. Mm. So you're talking not necessarily, it could be a physical space, but it could be something like you say you create even if you're on holiday. Yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So it's just somewhere where you can enjoy being you, having time out. Look, it could be like you said when you're on holidays, enjoying, you know, a cocktail around the pool. Mm-hmm. It could be in the morning when you wake up before everyone else does. Either you go to your space or you stay in bed with your space. It could be you go and sit in your garden. And that is where you get those beautiful moments of insights where you connect yourself, your beauty and your creativity is in those moments. Fabulous. So, Chantelle, what are your tips for living fabulously? Oh, my tips of living fabulously are I want to live my life full of love. That to me has become everything because when I was brought up, I didn't know what love meant because we're so busy surviving and protecting ourselves and living in fear. So for me, it's important to live with love, happiness, and, you know, simplicity. I really want my life because it's when I live my life a lot more simply, that's with my emotions, my thoughts, as well as my physical being, you know, I really appreciate who I am and what I have, and I appreciate the people I have around me. And also the other one I want to add to that is kindness, living with kindness, kindness to myself, to my loved ones, to nature and just basically to the world because we've got so much happening out there at the moment that's so, I don't know, angry, distressing, fearful. It's coming back to those moments of kindness. So true. I was just going to add, sorry, and the other thing I was going to add is also living with beautiful thoughts in your mind. Yeah, in the garden, cultivate the garden. That's it, exactly. And I just read that the other day again. It is about cultivating the garden and you have the choice how you want to cultivate that. Beautiful. Thank mm. you so much. You can find Chantelle at her website, which is www.unfoldyourfreedom.com.au and the same on Facebook, Unfold Your Freedom. Chantelle, thank you so much for sharing your journey and inspiring us to be consciously aware of all the things around us, no matter how big and small. I love what you said about living life by the moment and not wishing it away. So thanks so much for being with yes. me today. 
My pleasure, Bev, and thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. Sleeping Fabulously starts on Monday, 20th of February, 2017. It's a four-week course to transform your sleep. You've probably tried a few things to get better sleep, but you just can't turn this around. If you want more good days and you could do with less nights of struggle, then this is the course for you. All the details can be found at bit.ly forward slash sleep fabulously. Thank you so much for listening and I would love to know what you enjoyed most about this episode. You can connect with me on Facebook by searching for Living Fabulously with Bev or feel welcome to leave a message or comment on my website. You can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website www.livingfabulously.com forward slash podcasts. Do you have a friend who you think deserves to live fabulously? Spread the love around by sharing the podcast with them right now. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life. The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice and is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.